to the Daily Ding. Happy Monday morning. We've got all your NBA action covered from the weekend. I'm Zach Harper, back from the dead, joined by the savior, Dave DeFour. We've got Rob Lopez on the ones and twos. Coming up on the show, Kevin Durant is going back to OKC. LeBron James might be back on the court soon. And Chris Ball is back for Houston. But first... Dave, the Thunder put the clamps on the Bucks. I know the score won't reflect it, but Thunder 118, Bucks 112 in Oklahoma City. Thunder defense brought it against Giannis. Giannis was 0 for 6 in the first half. It was the first time in three years he didn't make a shot in the first half. They blocked him seven times, career high. He finished with 27 points, which is great. 18 rebounds, which is great. Four assists, which is great, but they forced four turnovers. He was 8 of 22 from the field. The Bucks offense was stagnant. They had some three-point shooting makeup for it, uh, but they didn't really move the ball a whole lot and your guy Paul George just ridiculous 36 points hit eight threes 13 rebounds three assists three steals he dunked all over Giannis at one point uh this felt like a statement game for the Thunder and it felt like a game where the Bucks had a chance to come out here and shine and they just they couldn't get it going early and they didn't have enough late absolutely I, I think that this game will be very instructive for teams that are going to face the Bucks in the playoffs they were really sagging off Giannis, and this is where the lack of the jumper really hurts them. They were loading up inside. They have a lot of length. I mean, the Thunder, they could be the longest team in the league. It's very scary. I can't imagine driving into those trees. Even if you're Giannis and you're the Greek freak, you still have to deal with Paul George and Steven Adams and Jeremy Grant, who actually did a great job individually defending yeah, he Giannis. Was great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, they just have so many guys they could throw at them. It's sort of like the, what I always assumed people would do with LeBron in the East, you know, the last few years, uh, you know, thinking about Toronto, Oh, they could throw a Baca. They could throw Siakam. They could, well, that's what the thunder did against Giannis. And now I think there are teams that are suited in the East to actually be able to do that. So, you know, big picture stuff here is I, I look at that lack of a jump shot from Giannis and see how it can be exploited by the defense. Yeah, and you know what the frustrating thing is, just like from a Bucks perspective, I think, was looking at how he tried to attack it. It you know, it reminded me of like someone playing NBA 2K and they only know a couple of moves to do. They only know a couple of ways to to like make a move. And so if they don't know the other stuff, they just keep trying that over and over and the computer adjusts because they know they play your tendencies and all that. Like it just looked like he didn't really know how to troubleshoot the situation. He hit three threes in the game, which was great, but that's not going to happen most nights, right? Like that, that's an aberration. So like for him, I'd like to see him find a way to to make his teammates better. Whenever Russ seemed to double and, and it was a wild double team, he found the cutter. He did a great job of that. Malcolm Brogdon did a great job of cutting those situations. But that offense, which is so stagnant, was so constipated. And and you got to credit the Thunder for playing great defense. But that Bucks offense looked nothing like the Budenholzer year, and it looked everything like the Jason Kidd years. Yeah, absolutely. And it just goes to show how much they actually rely on his individual creation. They're like Bledsoe's doing very little off the ball to to create as a secondary guy. Same with Middleton, and, and they're going to need that. I mean, again, the fact that you can just load up the paint against Giannis, it it really is going to limit them. I think they need to get the ball out of his hands, use him as a screener. Some, you know, like get him, make him the role man. He he's seven feet tall and and you know has like a ten foot standing reach. Use it. Yeah, use it for sure. Uh, 22.6 assists for Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez had 19 points. Uh, Westbrook, tough shooting game once again, 5 of 20 from the field. He did get his triple-double, though. 13 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, but only two free-throw attempts. He also had a scary moment into the first half. Uh, he caught a pass, turned up court. Giannis kind of surprised him trying to steal it. He ran into Giannis, hit his knee. Um, 
was limping around a bit, but still started the second half and, and was okay. But with all the damage that's been done to his knee over the last few years and all the operations he had, um, we've already seen the jumper look shaky this year. And I, and I think it's a, a big part of because his legs aren't under him because of the knee stuff. I, I just wonder if maybe he needs to take a little bit of a break coming up soon. And, and he'll have that with the all-star weekend. But I think like he maybe needs to take like a week off. Yeah. I'd love to see him go to Miami for two weeks. Oh, the old Miami spa week. Just, yeah. uh, just kick back, hit the Instagram up, go get know, healthy, go get healthy, uh, go get some, go get some acai bowls, you yeah. know, go get, go get, go get some beach time. Just I mean, like let's just cold, put it this cold way. OKC winners. No, go to that, go to that nice Miami beach. Russ is he's, his jumper looks terrible, but so many other parts of his game, you could argue he's having the best season of his career outside of the shooting. Yeah. He's, he's actually defending. Um, his playmaking is legitimate. Like he's really making great plays. Uh, he's finishing at the basket better. Like his, yeah. his shooting percentage at the basket is better. It's just everywhere else is abysmal. And so, you know, he, he's almost like, I hate to call him a game manager because he's, he, you know, he shot five of 20 and that's not a game manager. He's no Trent Dilfer, but right. if, if he could, if he could maybe cut it down to like, you know, if he was five of 15, then he doesn't really hurt him as much. Um, but the stuff he's doing outside of scoring has been very important for them. I, again, I, I still think he might be having the best season of his career despite the horrible shooting. Yeah. And at least this bad shooting didn't come from just chucking a bunch of threes. He was two of five from deep. It was a lot of mid range jumpers that just didn't fall. A couple went in and out. There's just some tough misses. Uh, but with Russ, I, I know we've normalized the triple double and we, and we mock it now when, especially when he gets it, it's ridiculous. This is the third straight year. He's averaging a triple double. And we just don't care. And we don't care at all. And it's like, what an absurd thing to do. Like this was stuff. This was Oscar Robertson lore for, for decades in the NBA. And now he's done three straight years. Like, I don't know. I don't like his shooting. (laughs) All right. Listen up B2B listeners. Join us for the back to back Wednesday challenge. Every single, yep, you guessed it, Wednesday. Go to fanduel.com slash B2B. You sign up for an account. Put five bucks in that account. Fanduel's going to put five bucks in that account. Now you have $10, and you can play with B2B listeners every single Wednesday. And you're not just going to win money if you win that Wednesday challenge. You're going to win a chance to join the Friday mailbag. You get to come on there. You get to ask us questions. We'll ask you questions. Jade will make it super awkward. You get to chop it up with us for a little bit. And you get to join the community that you love to listen to so much. You get to be a part of it. So go to fanduel.com slash B2B. Sign up, deposit, get money, play with B2B listeners. All right, let's get to the news for the weekend that you'll need on a Monday. LeBron James returns to contact drills. Luke Walton said he was a full participant in that, so it was good to see. He looked good. He's still really good at basketball, in case you guys were wondering. But LeBron could still miss two more weeks uh, if we go to the long end of this return range. Rich Paul said that if this were the playoffs, LeBron would be back. Uh, Lakers in the ninth seed. Oh, and then, by the way, Dave, uh, there's this uh, thing that LeBron's okay with Luke Walton, but his camp uh, wants a coaching change. So just that little nugget to throw into this LeBron James news with the Lakers. Right. And, and you know, LeBron, things constantly come out of LeBron's camp that LeBron doesn't want people to hear. Right. Just all the time. They, so. They're they're a leaky ship. Uh, I'm going to read off their schedule for the next couple of days. Okay. They've got the 76ers. They've Ooh. got the Clippers. Ooh. They've got the Warriors in Ooh. Oakland. They've got the Pacers in Indiana. They've got the Celtics in Boston. They've got the Sixers again. They could go zero and six. Yeah, that's that's rough. 
They really they might miss the playoffs. They might. I mean, I still like if LeBron rough... doesn't come back in the next week, I think they're 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 done. Uh, no, I still think they can they can make up they can make up ground because it it looks like it's just going to be you know you need to be a few games over five hundred a couple games over five hundred to make it. Like I think I think about a forty seven win team will make it, and I think he can get them to forty seven. I did the math based on like forty five, and this was a couple days ago, and they needed to they needed to win eighteen of their remaining thirty three games, so slightly above five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they can do that. Like LeBron, when he comes back, he'll he'll remind us of like, oh right, that dude's really good, and Man. he can drag this team. It's a lot more interesting with LeBron in the in the playoffs, so I'm definitely rooting for it. But also, you know, you got Space Jam to think about. They do have. I mean, that's going to be a long filming session. It takes a long time to film that crappy movie. How's that soundtrack going to be? Do we trust LeBron like as the curator of the soundtrack? Yeah, he's. I've seen his Instagram feed. He likes he likes good music. I think it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a real ceremonious decision. Hey, speaking of ceremonies, Kevin Durant is going back to OKC to attend Nick Collison's jersey retirement. The Thunder are retiring Nick Collison's jersey on March 20th. And even though the Warriors have a game in Minneapolis on the 19th and they have a home game on the 21st, KD's going to go there in between. He's going to be a part of that ceremony. He's going to be there for Nick Collison, his buddy. And the Thunder will accommodate Durant on this trip, uh, according to the sources of the ESPN article. Uh, Durant told ESPN, that group was so special, that whole group from 2010 until I left there, it was special. It's about time for us to let go of all the extra stuff, extra stuff and just come together, especially around this time, because it's Nick. Uh, which I think is a very mature way to look at the situation. I hope that everyone else agrees with him, and they and they all make it about Collison in that moment and that those teams because it's like at this point you got to let that stuff go. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is a cool gesture on Durant's part, although I, I do think it was a bit much when he suggested that they do the Jersey, Jersey retirement in Seattle. That was, um, seems, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. Man. Uh, I got a question. Is Nick Collison the worst player to have his Jersey retired in NBA history? Uh, no, Dan Marino. Dan Marino's jersey is up there in the uh, in Miami. In Miami didn't yeah. Miami like retire up? Like they retired Michael Jordan's. They just shirt. they put it up there. Like it's just up there on the wall in the back of the arena. It's okay. weird. It's okay. a weird thing to look up there and see. But yeah, I don't think Dan Marino was good in the NBA. No, no, he's, he's not very good. Basketball player, yeah. Not a lot of length. Not a lot of length. Uh, very slow, slow footed. Um, I think like I. I hope that they let all this stuff go for the night. And then, you know, afterwards, if they want to do the whole cupcake dance and all that stuff, that's fine. I don't really care. But just let it like just be just be boys for the night. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's a cool thing. Everybody loves Nick Collison. Yeah. And then final news. Uh, we might have an Iman Shumpert level of trade request here from Thon McCurr. Uh He wants to trade away from the Bucks. He wants to go somewhere where a team can utilize a seven-footer such as himself. He's 21 years old. He'll be eligible for a rookie extension this coming offseason. Uh, but Thon Maker is uh, is ruffling some feathers here. He's 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 making he's making waves. I I don't know if he has the clout to do this. Yeah, I mean he wants to play. Right. Like I, I understand wanting to be traded to, to play, but I don't know if he's good enough to play for the team he'd be traded to. You know, wh- where does he want to go? Right. Uh, I Atlanta? mean, that's, like he's not better than Brooke Lopez. 
No. Right. And then they or go Giannis small. at the five. Or yeah, exactly. DJ Wilson. Like, and I, I get, yeah, I think that's probably the frustrating thing is that DJ like, Wilson has jumped him in the rotation, but DJ Wilson's been really good. DJ Qualls might jump him into rotation. If he's got he leg, man, he's got a, he's got a wingspan. Have you seen yeah. uh, have you seen road trip? Absolutely. He's got long arms, man. Wrapped him, wrapped those arms around a, around a nice woman. And he can, he can handle guys bigger than him. Exactly. Presumably. He knows what, he knows what to do. So Thawmaker, get you behind a lot of DJs right now. The only you know, ahead of I, I wouldn't be Cal- shocked if we hear Dallas kicking the tires on this, uh, Memphis kicking the tires on this again, teams that are going to look to, to maybe acquire a young asset. Um, the, there are plenty of teams that should, should think about it because you could probably get them for very little and he's only 21 years old. So, you know, the upside potentially is, is huge. I mean, he can shoot threes. He at least can take them. Hey, back-to-back listeners. Perhaps you missed the live show in Los Angeles this month, and perhaps you've missed the one in New York a couple months before, and you're really wanting to go, and you live on the East Coast, or you live on the West Coast, and you've got some travel points and some sky miles. Well, go to Boston Saturday, March 2nd, at the end of the Sloan Analytics Conference. The Middle East in Boston is where we're having the show. Tickets are still on sale to the general public. No VIP. That's been sold out, but we still have a few general admission available. Uh, you can get your tickets through the Count the Dings Twitter or Jade Hoy's Twitter page, uh, but you don't want to miss this show. If you missed it, if you're in New York and you want to come back for the experience, it's just a short little little drive or short little train ride. So go to Boston's live show, our live show, March 2nd, Saturday, end of Sloan Analytics Conference in at the Middle East. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Always come. All right, Dave, let's get into the other games from Sunday. Rockets 103, Magic 98 in Houston. Chris Paul is back. He returns to action. Uh, James Harden still an action hero though. Harden finished with 40 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, three blocks, 23rd straight game of 30 or more points. He was eight of nine from the free throw line. So didn't just get to the free throw line a ton. Although I guess it's crazy that we're saying nine free throw attempts isn't a lot in a game for him. And then, Oh man, the, my favorite stat in sports history is done, Dave. And I'm, Oh man, 302 straight points. 87 unassisted back baskets consecutively for James Harden before Kenneth Fareed broke the streak by passing to him on this little floater. You Kenneth Fareed not happy. How about how we got to hate on the scorekeeper because it was a dribble handoff and James Harden dribbled into the lane. It's that third dribble though. There was no assist. No assist. If this were EuroLeague, that would not be an assist. Yeah. Not in my true. NBA. Not in my NBA either. Yeah. James Harden's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? Straight Let's protest of, this. Listen, 23 straight of 30 or more. That 24th game hit 29. Whew. That's, I mean, he's just, he's just unreal. He's unreal right now. It's we've, we've never seen anything like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I know there's some people that don't like it aesthetically and I get it. I don't love the foul hunting, but uh, when he, when he's really doing it, but man, I'm, I just like watching a guy cook. Yeah. I mean, we, again, we've never seen anything like it. He's yeah. the, he's the only guy aside from Wilt that has gone more than 20 games scoring 30 or more. Yeah. He's just been ridiculous. Chris Paul in his return. Look good. 12 points, six assists, five rebounds, three steals in 25 minutes. He was four of eight from the field, two of five from three. Ken three, 12 points, 10 rebounds, five assists uh, for the magic. Aaron Gordon, 23 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Nick Vucevic had 19 and 17 with five assists. 
Uh, and Evan Fournier was just defending James Harden way too much in this game. You, you can't have that happen. No, not unless you're trying to tank, which I don't think the Magic are trying to tank. They should. They suck. Clippers 122, Kings 108 in Los Angeles. First game of the day in Los Angeles. Montrez Harrell, he was balling in this one. 25.7 rebounds off the bench. Lou Williams had a terrible day shooting. 2 of 16 from the field for 12 points, but he did have 10 dimes. Clippers defense was big, big in this game. Uh, Kings shot under 40% from the field, under 25% from deep. Patrick Beverly was everywhere. 16 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Darren Fox led the Kings with 21. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 19 off the bench. Uh, Buddy Heald and Iman Shepard just couldn't get their shots going. Uh, nice nice win for the Clippers. They won three straight when it looked like they were spir- spiraling out of control, so maybe they're going to be okay after all. Uh, here's a real crap fest. Cavs 104, Bulls 101 in Chicago. Why do these teams play so much? This is the 15th meeting of the season for these two teams. I, I know they're only the supposed to one. play four times. Why? I watched Why it. would I, you do that? I don't know, man. I'm a glutton. It was on no. and was kind of early. There's nothing it fun about just, these teams. I don't want to say Osmond's like, the only no. good thing. He's he's not good. Tell Justin Rowan I said it. He's not good. Alec Burks and Jordan Clarkson both had 18 points to lead the Cavs. Chetty Osmond had 17 inconsequential points. Larry Markinen had 21 points, 15 rebounds. Zach Levine, 17 and 12. Uh, Cavs last team to get to double digit victories on the season. And by the way, they still are like three and a half points per 100 possessions in lead. They're with so the worst defense in NBA history. They are so bad. They're Larry Drew doesn't want to coach anymore. He shouldn't. We need relegation. Yeah. Get him, get him all the way out. Heat 106, Knicks 97 in New York. Carmelo in the house. Wayne Ellington led the Heat with 19 points. It's on Whiteside. Nice game. 13 points, 16 rebounds. All five Heat starters in double figures, seven in double figures total for the team. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., 22 points. All other starters combined for 16 points on 19 shots. Big game for the Knicks bench, four reserves in double figures. But, man, what a suck factory. Raptors 123, Mavs 120 in Dallas. Raptors almost blew this game. Monster fourth quarter to make up for an abysmal third quarter. Mavs jumped on the Raps in third quarter with a 30 to 15 period. Uh, Raptors responded with a 38 point fourth quarter, fueled by Kawhi, uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Danny Green, just everyone was contributing. Raptors shot 65% from the field in the fourth to keep the Mavericks at bay. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 19 points, 9 assists for Kyle Lowry. Uh, Luka Doncic, just ridiculous. 19-year-old with 35 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, second career triple-double. Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Jordan, largely useless as usual. Mavs bench, just not the same since Perea went down. And the Mavs missed 11 free throws and a three-point loss. But, man, Luka was great. Lowry was great. Kawhi was great. This was a fun one down there. It was crazy down the stretch. I really want Dallas to be good, man. Like I, they, they need a couple of pieces, but Luca is so much fun. And the dude has just huge balls. Like he's 19 years old, but he's, this is his fourth year as a pro. So he's hardly a rookie and he's very ready for this. I mean, he, he's actually scoring so much better than I thought he would at this stage of his, of his career. Um, I, I knew he would, he would, score a little bit. I was thinking like 15 points a game, maybe six rebounds, maybe six assists. What he's doing every single night. I mean, he's must watch television. Yeah. He's he, he can just straight up hoop jazz. One twenty five. Timberwolves one eleven in Minneapolis jazz beat the wolves, both games of a home and home. Uh, no Jeff Teague, no Derek Rose, Jared Bayless got the start. 
Donovan Mitchell, uh, he's, he's in a real groove. 29 points on 10 to 22 from the field, five assists, four rebounds, was killing the Wolves in the pick and roll uh, pretty much all night. He was so patient getting into the middle of the floor, making right decisions. Rudy Gobert, weird box score for him, 17 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, three blocks. Uh, but he was he was pretty important inside. Jay Crowder, Kyle Korver combined for 28 points and eight threes made off the bench. Andrew Wiggins, big game, 35 points, 13 to 23 from the field, three rebounds, four assists, three steals. Carl Anthony Towns with 22 points, six rebounds, seven assists, three blocks. He had a good game. Uh, but the Wolves, I mean, they they needed 19 from Jared Bayless. They needed 15 from Luol Deng. Uh, and they still gave up 72 second half points and got ended up with a blowout loss. Spurs 132, Wizards 119 in D.C. LaMarcus Aldridge was uh, was fantastic in this game. 30 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, Davis Bertans had 21 off the bench. He even hit himself. with a. He threw a lob on the break as he stumbled and then ran out of bounds, and the lob hit him in the back of the head. Most athletic play I've ever seen in my life. Seven different Spurs in double figures with no DeMar DeRozan in this game. Bradley Beal and Tomas Sadoransky each had 21 to lead the Wizards. 15 and 10 for Thomas Bryant. Three-point fest in this one. 34 threes on 80 attempts for combined for both teams. And then the uh, last game of the night, oof, this was a rough one. Just if you like basketball, it was rough. This Suns team is terrible. Yeah, Lakers 116, Suns 102. Second game in Los Angeles today. No Kuzma, no LeBron, no Lonzo, no DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Zubats, 24 points, 16 rebounds, four blocks before he fouled out. Brandon Ingram had 22 points before he fouled out. KCP with 24 points in the start. Uh, Devin Booker, 21 points. Rashawn Holmes, 15, 10, and 5 off the bench. Five of those uh, blocks. Uh, Really, does anybody care? Lakers got a win that they needed. Suns suck. Luke Walton needed this win. Nah, he's done. All right, let's get to the line of the weekend. We got uh, Paul George's big game today against the Bucks: 36 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, you can pick any James Harden line you like, 40-11-6 or 35-2-7, both wins against Orlando and uh, against Toronto. Wiggins had 35, three and four today with that loss to Utah. Doncic's triple double. Jokic had a big game Saturday, 32 points, 18 rebounds, 10 assists with them handling Philly. Uh, yeah, I think those are the big ones. Lou Williams had a triple double. CJ McCollum had a triple double. Where are you going, Dave? I think I'm going to go with uh, Jokic 32, 18 and 10 uh, against Philly, you know, like a legit playoff team. I, I think that that's huge and uh runner up to, MV Paul George 36 13 against uh, Giannis and the Bucks. That dude, listen, man, you've got to you've got to be on the same page as me now with Paul George. Well, he's good. I'm not giving him MVP. He's not the MVP. James Harden's been the MVP. Like, over did you just, take him over Giannis? Take who? Paul George? James Harden. James Harden? Yeah, absolutely. All right. He's been ridiculous. He's dragging that that Rockets team is a G League team. And he's and he's made the and he's made them a winner in the West. Like I, I got to do it. Uh, I'm going to keep it Euro. Let's let's strap on the speedos day. We're keeping it European style. Wow, wow, he's very nice. I'm going Luka Doncic. Get, uh, line of the weekend, game of the weekend. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists in the loss to Toronto. Uh, he was just so much fun. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/countthedings. Big week of podcasts coming up. We got Basket Buds on Tuesday, Nerdish She Wrote on Thursday, Mailbag on Friday. Go subscribe to Black Opinions Matter Monday feed. Uh, get it on all podcast platforms. Subscribe, rate, review. Do that same thing to this feed, the Daily Ding. Do it to Key and Fahey's NFL Pod, the Interceptable, with a great co host. Do it for the House of Strauss. Do it for Pack Your Knives. Thanks for waking up with us. Clear out your phlegm. Stop coughing. Go stick your head in a sink. Uh, take your medicine. Eat your egos. Do all that good stuff. Dave, hit me with a ding ding. Ding ding. <laughs>